Hello and welcome to the LA Parent Podcast. I'm your host, Jorge Martin, and I'm a proud father of three daughters. We're all born and raised in Los Angeles, just like LA Parent. Our magazine has been a part of this community for more than 40 years, and we're truly honored that you've allowed us to be your companion on this wild ride. Parenting is not easy, but it is pretty incredible. In LA, we love this city, its diversity, its culture, its people. This podcast is about real parents having real conversations, moms and dads trying to figure it out day by day. We have invited parents, experts, community leaders, and celebrities to be interviewed in this space. We want you to find common ground with fellow parents and to learn from those who have made it their calling to support those of us raising kids in this city. We hope you enjoy the LA Parent Podcast, and please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks again for letting us ride along with you on this incredible journey. Here's part two of our interview with Lucky Diaz and Alicia Gaddis. Let's talk about your kids. You're raising them, you know, part, part-time in the Midwest, also in LA, you know, how has, how is their experience, uh, different, you know, growing than your own respective, uh, growing up years. And do you parent oh. different? And do you guys, do you all parent differently than your own parents? Uh, I think we definitely parent, <laughs> I parent a lot. I mean, I can't speak for lucky, but I think we, I will, but <laughs> I think we definitely parent a lot more a lot differently I think we talk a lot lucky like I say it like that because lucky like makes fun of me because I want to like talk about all of our emotions and he like wants to say one thing and be done with it and that also is the difference in our personalities like I'm like he he can literally be the type of person who sits at the dinner table and doesn't say anything for the whole dinner like that's odd but I want to like talk about what we're feeling how the food's tasting what are we going to do tomorrow what did you read this article I sent you yesterday what are you like you know and I think we talk we include our our children they know we're we're we always say we're progressive traditionalists as a couple and as people we're progressive traditionalists with how we are in our marriage and with how we are with our children so our children we're like we're not your friends we're not your friends we are friendly let's talk about it but at the end of the day we're your parents we make the rules we have boundaries we're very you know into boundary setting where i think both of our parents were kind of like the kind of parents just like go outside and play for six hours and we'll see you you know because they were working so hard our parents and not to say we don't but we're, we're in um occupations where we can be more inclusive of our children like we mentioned before like both of our kids have gone extensively on tour with us they've always been on set we share what we're doing with them i'm uh, i write every day with my writing partner we're working on a movie and my daughter our daughter is in there every day adding ideas that she you know thinks she's giving to us but i i mean i think we're we we try to take again i'm not trying to speak for Alicia, but i think that we try to take what our parents did what we think that they did right in somehow in some respect and and i think we take it even by proxy while we don't we don't mean to we just naturally maybe parent that way because sure. our parents parented that way and so that we're parenting our, our own kids i find myself being like wait why am i making a choice like this yeah. oh it's because my old man said that that's what he did so i'm like oh that was well, this good or bad let me re-examine this I and sometimes that. it's good and sometimes it's bad so so like i think like you know in parenting when you have multiples as you do you, you have an opportunity to like you know, one has an opportunity to fix maybe a choice <laughs> you made before or not it's a it's a it's a process you know so like i think that we I think we parent a lot like sim- like our own parents do, but I also think that we parent in in different ways. I think that it's important for our own kids to see that creating 
period is a way of life and that it's, a, it's something that naturally comes like eat, breathing and speaking and eating and drinking water, like creating is something that's part of, yeah. of who we are as humans. And I think that, and something that to embrace and there's no wrong or right in that. And I think that's something that I feel like we always are constantly as parents trying to promote yeah. and our own kids like, Oh, like I drew this thing. Like, what do you think? it's amazing what's happening here what you know what's the story like or what isn't the story you know sometimes some things are just what they are but I think but also like, to interject to that is one thing we've always said is it doesn't matter what you do in life as long as you're passionate about it yeah. you're going to be a veterinarian a plumber, or a plumber or a makeup a artist doctor or whatever anything you want to do we are going to support you if you are passionate about it and I think that trickles down um, from our parents, like our parents are very passionate, hardworking people with a very strong moral compasses, you know, in terms of like uh, kindness and, and helping your fellow human. And I think those are like, like you said, we try to instill those traits in, in our girls and, and who we are, but what, whatever you're going to do, whether it is creating a picture or whether it's like fixing the sink, if you like are loving it, and have a desire to do it that's we want to help you do that yeah that's I think, so important yeah that's because our daughter yeah. our five-year-old is is very similar to us but totally different like lucky and i are both not nature people we like cultivated nature we like <laughs> central park on a path like where there aren't a lot of bugs but you can run into a hot dog <laughs> cart you know if you get hungry or a palatero, you there's know, some like... snacks around the corner <laughs> and un, un right? ahí, you know in MacArthur park that's that's yeah, nature for that's, me that's, that's, <laughs> but our daughter actually though is helping us continue to evolve like the truth is like both of our mothers really love nature they love his mother loves documenting it with photography and my mom just likes to be like dirty and in the gardening but our but our daughter is like that and so she's she, you know, one of the things of parenting is having a child that's not like you in a lot of ways and, and, and letting that affect you as well. So I think that, I mean, we love our kids. We love, we, I love being a parent with him, with this guy. So it's like, it's our like, eldest is like, do we have to talk about it? Like we have to talk. I don't want to talk. Like there's right. too much talking. Yeah, like, yeah, okay. no, like I'm good on the talking. Or our but youngest is like, like Hey, like what, are you, what are you feeling? <laughs> It's like, you know, like what's happening? You know, like, I don't want to, in my, in my, or else like, I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to talk. That was you. very hard for me when she was young. Cause she's so much like lucky. And I'd be like, but let's, let's act it let's out with puppets. <laughs> like, so they I was like, here's a puppet. Yeah, Tell me your emotions. See, Alicia's more let's like that. Alicia's more like uh, that kind of parent. I'm more like, get on with it. Like, you know, let's go. So we balance like, each other. Once again, we want the same result, but different. That's just me being my dad, though, which I'm, it's not the best thing, you know, like, no. I love my dad. He's a good dad, but you know what I mean? He's like, come on, you know. But our dads are so exactly the same. Our dads are very similar. Our dads similar. are to yeah. from totally different worlds, different cultures. And they are so similar, yeah. which is very that's uh, interesting. interesting. Yeah, and, and it's wonderful. Cool. It's cool. They get along, which At is also Thanksgiving, they have lots of laughs. Yeah, it's, it's, it's <laughs> oh, wonderful. So, you know, when we're, we're all parents and, you know, we're constantly kind of at, and you're, you've alluded to that, you know, you, we're always asking ourselves, kind of wondering if we're doing the right thing for our kids, kind of what are some of the worries that come out most for, for the two of you when it comes to parenting? Hmm. Uh, well, I always try to not give advice on parenting. I get to speak to a lot of people about it, but I think the thing is, if you're trying, 
then you're doing the best you can. And that means a lot, you know, because so I think my worst fears while I say that is that I'm doing it all wrong. Like I joke around them, like, you know, our daughter, like we mentioned, has traveled the world with us, but she didn't go to traditional preschool. So she didn't have like, we're always juggling, like, are we making these alternative choices for her that are really exciting for us? And, but is she going to talk about those choices in therapy later? You know, like, what is she going to say about these choices that, you know, she's, she's been, you know, no, I think that that's definitely at the root of like, you know, where we're trying to provide an alternative upbringing that's rooted in safety, you know, and safety is important. And yeah. And, and, and the, the sense of, of continuity too, you know, that's important for us because if we're traveling, even if we're traveling, we travel with the same stuff you know, so then there's a sense of home everywhere. Like, and I know that seems novel or, you know, maybe it's definitely an approach because then at least our kids can see that they have the same things like on tour that like they would have here well, and she means like and the same that we we like had the same blanket for her. The same, yeah, the same thing. She had like, like the starlight. We traveled. We tra- yeah, hotels. we traveled our own lighting to make sure that when the lights turn off, that it looks the same everywhere because what happens is we wake up in the middle of the night, like you're in Tokyo, man. Like you don't know. You, we wake up like when we were really busy, like before the pandemic. You'd be like going, 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 and you wake up and you don't even you run into a wall because you don't even know what bathroom. Really you don't know where the bathroom the is. Right. So like for a child, like if you see the same light for, you know, you see this light, well then, well, there, there's some kind of familiar familiarity, I guess, with yeah. that. And I think that that's important. But I like Alicia worry sometimes, like maybe like maybe we can you know because our eldest is like oh i want a normal life dad i was like what do you want to do she's like oh, i just want normal stuff i was like what does that mean to you she's like you know like i like traveling but for vacation not for work and i want this or that and it's okay so she has her own experience and i think our our youngest is probably the opposite of that in the sense yeah. that she's like i want i don't want to stay anywhere yeah, at one time i want to go like it was everywhere. really so, distressing to her and still is because we're still um, very conservative during the pandemic. So during the pandemic, we went from literally being on the road three fourths of the year to being in, we just were in LA and it was very, uh, altering and stressful for our daughter because it was a whole new lifestyle for her. Yeah. We got back from China, January 7th, 2020. We actually gone through Wuhan, like, and we had friends that were getting affected with COVID in Asia in China and we had thought like we for some I well we thought we yeah we that we ran we we got out at the right time but then something clicked at a certain point where Alicia and I looked at each other and we thought this is going to get bad this is going to get worse that something's like we need to prepare ourselves well, our friends in Asia were telling us yeah they were like sending us all kinds of like like so PPE, we were very like, prepared we were like totally very prepared but speaking to that like being at home in terms of parenting we've had a unique opportunity that, that we've been working parents with our child. So we were very, with both of them. Now, Ella isn't with us as much, but Indiana, we're a very tight unit. We're a really tight family. And so it's difficult because we are working. There's not much separation from work and home life, but I think a lot of people, especially, I mean, I can't, I mean, I do speak to this because I've talked to it with people wish they had more time with their children at this age, but they're, you know, have to leave for work and get to come back when they're ready for bed. Maybe that's like a benefit of 
of COVID or the yeah, pandemic in a sense that like maybe parents could spend more time with their children. Well, it's been very stressful. Well, like us moms are, people are like, oh, but, a positive spin, but, but you know, I, like maybe I've heard though from some parents saying that, that yeah, it's I mean, been a maybe they'll look see. back like how when after you birth a baby, you forget that you're like feeling like shards of glass are exploding from <laughs> your body and you're like, I'll have another baby. <laughs> I don't remember that pain. I'll be like the pandemic wasn't so bad. I had lots of toilet wait, paper. Wait, like, no. Wait, no. Are we having, are we another movie? <laughs> no. You always bring that up. Like I no. have shards of glass. So, you know, there's that there's that thing that humans have where it's like when you experience so much pain and difficulty, you like block it out and compartmentalize it. That's how women are able to have more babies. That's like a real like, thing. Like Selena. Ay, como me duele. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like we can't have another child. Ay, no. Uh, but you, what you described, Alicia? Yes, I, I, I've, I've had a similar description, and uh, and all I say is yes, here, honey, lo que quieras. So, yeah, lo que quieras. Yeah, that's that's it. I wanted it. Well, speaking of, speaking of lo que quieras, you know, you're uh, raising your kids. You know, obviously, you know, uh, multi multicultural. Uh, and and your music blends blends uh, language. How do you kind of blend blend language and culture? And you know, you you talked a little bit about heritage earlier, but in your own parenting styles. Mm, I think like yeah, I think the daily infusion as a parent to make a conscious e- effort to infuse daily life with our our respective cultures are is really something I think that we spend, I don't, we, we have a concerted effort, you know, in, in doing so like, you know, whether that's just the foods or the music or the, the, the smells, like, or even connecting with our own personal families, like our extended family, like whether that's through FaceTime with our kids is super important because like, you know, Alicia comes from like a really wonderful bluegrass tradition and the music in her family. And so like, for our daughters to connect with that is important to me. And then like in the morning, like, you know, you know, like having chilaquiles, right? Chilaquiles is like a, re- is a regular dish in our house, right? And, but also having, bake, you know, uh, uh, well, I mean, I just oh. think that both of those things live in, in this, uh, the same, on the same stage here. They, they both have an equal importance, you know, because like they're both equally important and they're both equally from her, from her roots, right? So like not one is any more important than the other, but it's important as parents to to try to uh, infuse daily life, con espanol, you know, infuse daily life, you know, like Alicia, she's at the target, you know, she's like, you know, the white lady just screaming Spanish out to the child, you know, like I, and it's part of our daily, it's part of our daily living. I mean, that's what, you know, and that's, I think what, I think it's such a special experience that Alicia and I, like you, in a mixed cultural home, right? Like it's a new, it's it's not new, but it's new, and it's evolving every day. And yeah. so yeah, and so yeah, so being parents is important to at least what I guess what I'm saying is like a daily infusion of culture is something as a parent I'm trying to constantly, constantly try to provide. I, I, and I will infuse that honestly, we are incredibly mindful and proactive about it. It is not a casual, it is not something we casually do. It is, we have not only with the infusion of our two cultures, but our home, the art in our home is BIPOC representational. The books on our bookshelf uh, skew, you know, LGBTQI plus with feminist books. Like we are like 
trying to to give our daughter a sense of the world wherever we are with the comfort of that but also like cracking the egg open and being like the yolk can make so many things like here are all the ways to use this this egg and that's like safe and beautiful so in terms of like it, you know, lucky consciously is, is accepting of my culture, which is why we have a home in the Midwest. And I am consciously trying to use Spanish, which is obviously not normal for me, but at all day, we are, we are trying to infuse the things that we want for our daughter. You know, both of us were, I mean, like I mentioned before, being raised in the Midwest and not having the world open to me was one of the things I wish I could do for our children. And I think that's what we've done. Well, you know, well, I think it speaks to how we live, you know, so like being in LA is just as important as being here yes. and again, being able to provide both things because both things have a beauty that is beautiful. Like there's a beautiful thing about, you know, living in LA, walking out your door, going to the oh. corner and buying a tamal or, or, or experiencing that. And there's a beautiful thing about walking outside here and, you know, seeing like four bikes we like were, on the we, grass and, yeah. you know, it's a different type of vibe. And we were but talking both about important. it this morning, literally this morning, he made breakfast tacos for brunch. True. I forgot what I made. He made yeah. breakfast tacos <laughs> out of the meatballs from Ikea with like homemade salsa, <laughs> like with even a few, it's like this random tacos. And we were saying like, That's because we had, oh yeah, I remember yeah, we were like, okay. what a blessing. We're eating the like Mexican food, like Lucky's family's food, like the salsa, the salsa. The in our midwest home and we were saying the only thing it's missing is a little place in mexico so we have like the like where we came from and then where we are together as well like we want all of that you know it's for your kids you want it all and what you kind of didn't have and i think that speaks to like our parents like our parents gave us worked so hard to give us to allow us to be the dreamers that we are. Their lives were hard. They they are like, you know, worked in factories and worked at, you know, my dad had like seven jobs and they were they were striving and 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 it was difficult. And so they we are they gave us so much opportunity and we got to go to the colleges we wanted to and live these lives of imagination and dreams. And now we want to give that that to our kids, you know, as we all yeah, do. I think and even talking about it, like I, it makes me realize how, I guess, proud, how much of a proud Californian I, I guess I am in the sense that I want our kids to have a real identity of like, de donde vienes, right? Where do you come from? And I think in my, in my goal, like, yes. it's like, well, I, they come from all of these things that we talk and, about. We, but we came, we both came to Los Angeles to fulfill our dreams. To we, we were separate dreamers who found each other, and we were creating this life. Like we love Los Angeles. So we're in the Midwest. Like we love it. We go to Texas to visit his family or Mexico. Oh, I love. To visit his I family. love the house. I mean, love I love it. Texas. But when we're place. now in Los Angeles, that's where we're home with our kids. Yeah, I, I, I remember like one of the most monumental like. I don't want to say post pandemic because we're not there yet, but like when we started venturing now, we had like our, our uh, vaccinations and it was like going to buy. No, it's you know, the first thing you did. The first thing we're driving down. It's the first thing after he was double back. I just said, I know like in East LA we're driving because we're going for drives. That was our activity, you know, right. driving, you know, you take the, fa you put the family in the car and we're driving around, trying to find an empty park, whatever. And we're driving home. And you see the lights, the, the, you know, the taco truck and Indiana said, and Indiana, yeah, Indiana she goes, was daddy. Right. I just really miss the tamale lady. I just really want a tamale. She, she and wants a tamale. And I was like, I was like, you want a tamale? Okay, cool. I literally like, 
you know, like pulling over. You had like a five or I'm like all like masked up. You had a shield Eight shields, like, you know, look like, I look like one of those guys from ET, like trying to like, you know, get a tamal out of this poor abuelita y con, you know, like, una mascara y remember this moment, Indiana. It's when daddy went back out from the pandemic to buy you a tamale. He came back with bags, like, and he was like, I just But it was so beautiful, though, too, because it's part of who she is, you know, that tamale isn't just a tamale. She was so happy. You know, or tamale. Any way you want to say it, it's still, like, part of who she is. And that's, like, that's, like, something that's so special to being an Angelino, you know? And I think a product of our dreams are our children born in L.A. live being... Angelinos, you know what I mean? And taking that as part of themselves. Like, I think there's sometimes like when she's in the Midwest, I'm like, oh, like she's here. She'd be like, oh, I want a tamal. You know, let's go walk to, to La Abuelita con los tamales. Like, you know, like, uh, <laughs> you know, they're not here. But, you know, but just having it in your heart, I think is is something that is so special. And I know I, I could imagine even with your own kids, like it, they resonate. It resonates with them being like from that part of speak back to some of the earlier things that you talked about and lucky mentioned of like community you know our family we don't have family quote unquote family in los angeles so we've had to create our own family made out of our friends and they really are like indiana her aunts and her uncles like what she calls her aunts and uncles in los angeles are our best friends and so it, it is a place where, you know, you can find your chosen family as well. We're very fortunate. We have amazing, real, immediate and extended families that we can go be. But it's also for us like a place where our community uh, lives that we've chosen, like a different family yeah, like, for our, our girls. Again, the community, the community of dreamers that have band together to be to love one another. Right. So like and that's what L.A. is so good at doing even more so than any other place. Any, any place, even New York City or anywhere else, like LA, that happened, that really happens in LA in a very special way. I'm not saying it doesn't happen in other places. I'm just saying that it happens in a very profound way to those people that arrive with a dream in Los Angeles, whether you're an immigrant or whether you're that person from a little town in Omaha, you know what I mean? Like coming to the big city and it's an experience that like, I don't know, the sense of community is so important to us, you know, like it's, it's something that's important. But. Love it. Love it. Uh, you know, you talked about, you you talked so much about LA in, in the last uh, answer. What are your favorite places to go with your family? Oh, there's so oh, many. <laughs> my gosh. Well, it's, it, it's funny because. Favorite couple, uh, one or two. <laughs> um, we love to go. I love to go to hunt the Huntington Botanical Gardens um, we, we, I say that because that would have never been my answer, but after, but like pandemic style, we went there three times a week. So shout out to the Huntington <laughs> for being super safe and letting my daughter, you know, who lives in an apartment, go have greenery. But where do we, where would you say eating wise? Well, I think parts of LA, I think Chinatown is like big on our list of just like our daughter loves Chinatown. We love Chinatown. Loves Chinatown. Um, I think that, uh, I think like Korea, K- K-Town, 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 we like is... love Korean barbecue. Like, like our daughter's an eater. She's like a, like a, she loves like cook the meat and like have the experience and taste all the food. I but, mean, I, but I also, there are like the, infu- like the, the Mexican, uh, population and uh, the, the South American population in the neighborhood is, I don't know like that to me is like i love cool. york i love york and like highland park i love all the shops like i love there's a lot of um amazing um 
uh, Los Angeles based business there, like Big Bud Press, a lot of clothing shops that look like Californian style, you know, that um, in the in that stretch of, of land. The Natural like, History Museum. And, oh, she loves the Natural History Museum. I mean, Disneyland, the beach, like we're like wherever you downtown put, you know, down like yeah, we, beach, so. oh i mean i now i'm wondering i'm, pro- I'm probably more of an east sider myself like yeah no nothing against the west side but you know i think <laughs> you know i think the east side represents like it, it, i don't know i feel like a real love yeah we lived, in, we lived in los feliz for many years like we lived there for like almost eight years mm-hmm. so we lived like you know los feliz echo park silver lincoln Lake. heights yeah Royal heights yeah i mean you know, I, yeah, it's uh, growing up in Northern California and I, I'm a Giants fan, which I know is like, uh, it's, it, you know, but I love, I love going to see Dodger Giants games. Uh, Dodger, oh, Stadium. Yeah. Dodger Stadium is a beautiful place to see baseball. It's a beautiful stadium. There's so much history there. I, I, Elysian Park. I mean, gosh, there's so many, you know, uh, Echo Park, like, you know, like all of it, like even down to the Sunset Strip, like, I mean, we have so many connections with so many parts of town, the city that like. Yeah, and it's so interesting, as you know, like being we've we always say like between the two of us, I think we've either performed in or been to every like live venue, you know, that you can go to. The like grand performances downtown. Oh my gosh, we, we like, when we're able to, when we we go out and we're in the places, we go see live music, we're, whether we're performing or not. And also like the, the places we've been able to go to, you know, the Grammy Museum has been so good to us and it's so amazing down there, downtown, like that area is beautiful. I mean, there's just so much. There's yeah, there's, so much. there's like, I mean, what can you, it's I, like everything is in my mind. There's not enough time to do all of it, right? I mean, you know, people come to LA and they, I mean, I mean, I even love going to Disneyland. I mean, all of it, like, it doesn't matter. Like, Our daughter's like, really missing it. So you know? it's like, we used to be like pass holders and now they like canceled that and we're like, haven't told her, but it's like canceled. Yeah, and we're trying, yeah, we'll fine. work on we'll that. We're, we're going to work on that. <laughs> but yeah, we, there's so many parts of LA, but yeah, all so many destinations you can't go wrong, you know, I mean. I mean, one of our favorite things to do is truly like, we'll drive to like little Tokyo or we'll drive to Chinatown and we'll be like, okay, we have $10. Everybody has $10. You get to choose what you want to spend in a shop you've never been to. Like we'll go into a bakery. Like if I'm by myself, like I go get my haircut in Chinatown. That's where I go to Paragraph Salon. And I go down there and I make sure to pick out something to bring back for a very cheap, you know, it's cheap thrills. We always talk about cheap thrills. Oh, I was just go. thinking about like all the, all the gorgeous uh, Chinese food in Alhambra, oh. in San Gabriel. Oh. Like, oh, oh goodness. Man, it's like, the bon mi sandwich and bon mi my though, like in Alhambra. I mean, all of it, man. It's just like, we yeah, really, it's so much. I thought those. We love you know having I mean? like, adventures in our own town because, like we said, like the the like the hardship of when you come to LA, you know, is that it's sprawling. And the amazing part of it is it's sprawling. But there's like the like we talked about the community that makes those play those micro cities up. It's really amazing. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, just such a wonderful blend. Hey. Lifelong Angelino here, so you don't have to sell me on the city. <laughs> so uh, I'm with you, uh, Alicia. I uh, I warned you about this this question earlier. Uh, you were on Mad Men, yes. uh, and I think it was it may have been the second season that it first or second season yes, that it was on. Yes, second. Do you have a favorite story from uh, your time on Mad Men? Yeah, I'll 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 tell I'll tell you what I told you before because I didn't realize I'd be telling it again on the thing, so I got embarrassed. Um, I think my favorite thing, besides the fact that, like I mentioned, Christina Hendricks is so stunning in real life, even in sweatpants and UGG, she like takes <laughs> your breath away. You're like, you're a real person, <gasps> and I've met like a lot of 
people like that, but she's like a stunning, there's just something about her that's piercing. But the coolest thing about being on the show was the wardrobe department and how when you walk in, it literally like there's people sewing, like even the custom, you know, the, the time period bras and like the, the suits. And they're just there with all the milliners making the hats. And it's so beautiful and pressed and small. It's a really, it was a really small wardrobe department that you go into the lot and you get fitted and you would get down to, you know, your, your time period shoe. Like it was the most thoughtful. If you think about the costumes and how many Emmys they won and to be a part of that, not only the costuming and the acting and the set, like it was, everything was just so thoughtful, the lighting, you know, I just love, I love television and being a part of television and creating and making it. So to see that and to have that experience was just so special. And like the clothes I got to wear were really fun. It was just so fun. <laughs> but thanks for asking. Oh, <laughs> it was a great incredible. set. It was you just uh, you just filled the Mad Men fan in me for a second. So. Oh, <laughs> Can't wait to share yeah, it with my wife. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm I'm gonna go find that episode now so we can rewatch yes, it. <laughs> so last question: What new thing has parenting taught you about yourselves? Oh, I guess for me, I can only speak for myself in the sense that, like, I've I've definitely seen like the things like the, the faults and, and the things I'd want to improve about like, and also that like the things that show that I guess in saying the faults is saying that like all the things that, that go unnoticed that we as adults don't notice all the beauty that surrounds us that we, that, that we don't pay attention to the children naturally see, you know? And I think that like the lesson I'm learning is that there's so much beauty in living and like, I'll go on a walk with Indiana and she's just like staring at the leaves. And I'm like, looking at her, like, what is she staring at? Like, is there a plane? Is there this, what's happening? But in reality, the leaves are happening, you know, like, and you're looking at it and you're like, wow, that's pretty miracle. Like, look at this miracle is happening. Right. And we, as adults, at least myself, I can only speak for, I go through life, not noticing some of those things as much. And I think as a parent, like, you get to see the world through another lens, another set of eyes. And that's a tremendous gift for like all the things that all the challenges of parenting brings all the beautiful benefits of being a parent. And the, that reward that's un, indescribable is part of the, the, that's the reward, right? So like you, you wouldn't really understand unless you have children and you know that experience firsthand or they're having they're tasting something that they've never tasted before, but you've tasted a hundred times or a thousand times or something, but then you're like, Whoa, that really is that special. So it makes me personally re-examine like what I can do to be a better human, you know, like how, what can I do to be kinder, more appreciative, more like more aware and present, you know, because I, you know, as adults, we're always not present because we, we sometimes we're not allowed to be because of life's challenges. Like, you know, oh, I got to pay the bills or I got to get the mail or I got to run all these things. I felt like I'm guilty of prioritizing that as opposed to being like, I don't know, slowing down and maybe focusing more on being, a, you know what I mean? Because when you're a kid, it's all new. You know what I mean? Yeah. The wind in your face, when you ride your bike, when you figure out how to ride a bike, I'm the, I'll never forget the way that like the, the air like hit my face, you know, in the sense of freedom. You know, when you're driving your car, you're 16 years old. Remember when you got your driver's license and you got in your car and you started up and you're like, man, wow. Like just even thinking about it sends shivers up my spine because I'm thinking like those are moments that's really living. But we as adults, it gets kind of taken away from us. But 
hopefully our kids can remind us that that is a magical experience. You're sitting there in that driver's seat with all this like possibility. You know what I mean? I remember they take my first drive and I drove like cautiously around the block, right? In my own car that I had like worked towards, but I was like, it was such a moment, right? And I think in adulthood, maybe we can focus, I can focus more on having those moments, like whether it's the leaves or with your, you know, with your kids being teenagers and what those highs and lows are like, and that magic too, you know, what the magic of that is and those experiences, like I can learn more for myself. Like, so yeah, finding that fault in myself, but also recognizing that I could improve on that, you know? Yeah, those, those were really good answers. <laughs> <laughs> I got to pay, pay attention. Real, real no, but it's, but it's true that, though. I mean, I think that like no, I, you're good at, Alicia is really good at having wonder and having joy, you know, and I'm more serious. And so in being more serious, I have to, I have to, like, I think the, ki the kids remind me, you know, like Alicia, if you've seen her perform, she's magical, but she's really communicating and translating what the kids are already doing. Like, I'll be like, I remember somebody in the band be like, dude, Alicia, I saw you doing this like crazy dance move. Like, where did that come from? And she's like, oh, the kid in the third row, he was doing this thing. So I decided to do it too. And it's like, whoa, it's like, wow, that's profound. So she's really more in tune. Like, I'm not trying to speak for you, but you're really in tune with that more so. And you're like, you're magical. Like, you know, and I think that that makes you like add all the like cool, like fairy dust onto almost any experience. Alicia can make going to the dump a fun thing. Like, you, know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just remember hot summers with my dad and I'd be lucky to get a cold Coke after it. Alicia be like, whoa, look at the colors and those birds are eating the, you know, los gusanos ahí, los están comiendo. Like, they're, you know what I'm saying? Like, look at the magic that's happening there in that ecosystem. That's very nice. That's true though. You do that. I know, that's very nice. It's well, true. thank you, honey. But I guess what, I mean, I think you covered a lot of ground with your answer, which I really liked. It made me blush. But I think one of the things I, I've learned the most, I guess, was about being a parent is, I mean, I think I'm a really type A person. And I, I like a lot of boxes to be checked off. And I've always, even though I'm incredibly flexible with my life plan and spontaneous, I also am like very scheduled and organized like I'm, I'm both things and with having a daughter and this time really being really tuned in and, and older you know versus when we had Ella and I was in my 20s when I started parenting her like with Indiana like she's she's very strong-willed and she has she my ideas and solutions are not her solutions and she makes that very, she's very clear, you know, about, because we communicate all the time, about how her ideas are also valid and how her solutions to something that I want done in this particular way are also correct. And it makes me take a step back, not from that experience, from, from that experience and look at things, it, it's reminded me to reopen up as I get set in how I think the world should be, how I think that this should happen, what I think should happen. Looking at all of everything and being like, oh, there are multiple ways and multiple paths for everybody, you know? And 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 this is this is a way to do it. And then also like Lucky said, 
it's all happening. So like every day, you know, that thing, the longest, the longest, shortest day or the shortest year, whatever it is, those, all those cliches that they say about parenting, like the days are so long at five o'clock. I'm like, I cannot do this anymore, especially in a pandemic where you're parenting the whole time. And you're like, when is it bedtime? And then the next day I'm literally crying. Cause she's like grown out of a pair of pants. And I'm just like, why is she getting so big? Oh and literally one time Lucky walked in and I was sobbing on the couch. And he's like, what? I like, like, <laughs> like full body <laughs> cries. He's like, what's wrong? Oh my God, what happened? Were you okay? I'm like, she's gonna go to college in 12 years. And it's all those time. He's like, are you? And he starts laughing. I'm like, I'm look up. And then I, I bet from my face, he knew like, this was not a time to joke. And he's like, what do you want to talk about it? Like lightly patting me on the shoulder. No, I was like, like no! I was like Homer Simpson in the shrubs. But in that same way to realize those magical moments are, you know, that she can't tie her shoes. And so like, I want her to tie her shoes right now, but she will tie her shoes someday. So be in the moment where she can't. And so be in these gritty moments too. They're not all about like checking the boxes off. Like there's been so much, so much grit and hardship happening that that's so, right. Like I have a lot of magic and I'm also trying to, I always try to like focus on the positivity, but lucky also reminds me that both things can be happening at the same time. There can be grit and sadness and we can also have hope and happiness. So I think like that in our daughter and realizing her whole emotional experience is important. So are we getting on Mexican time? Is that what's happening? Never! <laughs> lying to lucky like my mom lied to my husband yesterday it was like the first time this has ever happened About she was like minute. she was like my doctor's appointment you have to come get indiana at 12 30 or at 12 o'clock because of my doctor's appointment is 12 12 30 like and she was just helping us watch her she said okay you gotta come at 12 because my doctor's appointment 12 30 she texted it she reminded us should we go she we get indiana and she was like oh my doctor's appointment at 1 30 and i was like what she's like well, I had to tell your husband because he's always late for the time. It's true. It's, it's okay. It's true. Alicia shows up at the airport like eight hours early and I'm showing up eight minutes before we go. So, so we balance each other. So out. it kind of works out in some way. And hopefully but. our daughter's somewhere in between. Right? But it, it happens a lot though. We're like, oh, we're gonna go to we're gonna go to China like like in an hour. And I'm like on the couch, like, you know, do it like playing guitar or something. I'm, and I'm like, oh, I guess we gotta go. Sweat, yeah, Alicia's like checking off the list. And, <laughs> I'm like, you better pack. <laughs> Wait, does this mean we're not having tacos today? Like, what's happening? Can we take them to the airport wrapped in the foil? Maybe yeah. ask for plastic this yeah, time. Totally. Yeah. Incredible. Oh God, I, my my uh, face hurts from all the smiling and laughing. So, uh, oh, <laughs> thank you so much. This this, oh, this was you. off awesome. I mean, it was just I, it was so great. Thank you for sharing so much about yourselves and about. Oh. Uh, everything about yourselves. I mean, it was awesome. This is going to be such a great episode of LA Parent Podcast. Oh, thanks. Oh, thank you. No, well, you're, you know, you all mean so much to us and we love to be, in, we're included. And, you know, I think being, a, even being an Angelino parent is very, a very specific thing. You know what I mean? So like the challenges and benefits we all face are, are specific to our city and and just like being a new york parent would be you know or yeah. any other place and i so. think like, i really appreciate you saying that too because i think we both 
want to be truthful and the kind of people and the parents that we are and recognize that we're all really trying and it's really hard and to have joy in it while it happens. I think like you all have always been uh, advocates of that message as well. So it's really great to like have that conversation and know it's, you know, a similar experience. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you again. Thanks for listening and make sure to subscribe to the LA Parent Podcast on whatever platforms you get your podcasts. We have some amazing guests coming up and check out our website at laparent.com for fun and educational events, both virtual and in-person, safe travel tips, parenting and educational resources, and so much more. We update with new articles every day and follow us on Facebook by liking our LA Parent page. And you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at LA Parent Mag. You can find me at Jorge Martin 17 on Twitter. Again, thank you for joining us. Have a great day. Remember to enjoy your family and take some time for yourself. We need that as parents. We'll talk with you next time.